Nissan Regina is the presenting sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. And as always, we like to remind you that this is a Nissan-driven podcast. They're the number one place to get your next vehicle, oil change, or any needs at all. They have a great staff that is always willing to help. You can go see them today at 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. Do it today. Drive Nissan. Alrighty, we are very happy to announce that Off the Hosel and TaylorMade Golf have committed to a long-term partnership. We couldn't be happier. Now it is time that you get yourself into some TaylorMade gear. They have the brand new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max driver. The irons are incredible and the new wedges are raw. Some of the best players in the world use TaylorMade, so why shouldn't you? For more information on getting fitted or have any questions, you can contact Mike.Langen at TaylorMadeGolf.com or find them on Twitter at Mike underscore Langen underscore TM. Team TaylorMade. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kocher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hosel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Hey everybody, we're back for another episode of Off the Hosel. This is episode 63. My name is Drew Koser. I am your host, and I'm joined by my co-host, who is my brother, Troy Koser. For the guy in Sim 6, hey-o! Unreal. That was nice and loud. Everyone's, uh... Right in the desk, background, backswing, sorry. So it's uh, it's good. Yeah, Not- they had a good chuckle or they want to beat the shit out of me, one of the two. <laughs> hey, I, I don't mind the AO. That's you. That's me. I Actually, I appreciate you doing the AO last week for me. I had a good chuckle there. I listened. I was like, oh, okay. Little brother's got me covered. So, <laughs> All right. Before we get going here, as always, I'd like to mention that this is a Nissan-driven podcast. They're the number one place to get your next vehicle, oil change, or any vehicle-related needs. They're located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. Drive Nissan. And Troy, before we get too far into this podcast today, where are we located? As always, located live at Divots Indoor Golf on 6823 Rochdale Boulevard here in Regina, Sask. Give them a call, 306-206-1270, or visit them at www.divotsgolf.com. Great service, great people, great simulators. I'll tell you what, get your tee times booked now because the range will be opening soon which means people are going to want to go outdoors. Yeah, but we want you indoors right now. We want you indoors now. You want to get your swing rocking before you hit outdoors, right? Dialed. So get into divots. Uh, you're not going to regret it. We love these guys. They do so much for us. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got. Alrighty, that's uh, unreal. Two good ad reads, of course, from two loyal, faithful uh, sponsors of the show. So before we get into this, we have a lot of chat about today. Hockey the Canadian division, sport news, and whatever else you want to discuss. Uh, but first, what's, uh, what's new with you? What's going on? Well, I missed you last week. Uh, work. Work calls. Last two weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, Golf ball flying here, live in front of the table bench here. That's okay. That's okay. He's going for the long walk of shame. Walk of shame. Looks like a younger Mike Cylinder right there, but it's not. 
Anyways, yeah, I've been a couple weeks off. I've been working. Uh, I had a medical procedure last week. That's why I couldn't be here. Everything's good. If everyone is wondering, I just, yeah, had, uh, had to go see the doc. Had to get a few more stitches on the old body. You know, starting to look like a grizzled NHL veteran. Yeah, but I'm few not. less games, but few less games. Yeah, so I uh, I got a good ch- I got a chance to check out last week's pod, which was awesome. I'm glad uh, you and Daniel and uh, Turner Turner no, no filled. Dan, Sorry, Dan wasn't there. Turner filled in. Yeah, the off the taxi squad again. Turner yeah, back did a hell back. of a job actually. Yeah, I called him. I said, Hey, how long to you or how long or how how soon can you be here? And he's like, Twenty minutes. I'm like, okay, good. See you there. Yeah. So I didn't tell him about the podcast part. I just thought he'd do the intro recap. He's like, Don't come to the podcast, JJ. Yeah, you did a hell of a job. You guys both did. And I'll tell you, JJ was an awesome, awesome interview. I think our listeners, well, we can tell by the analytics that we see, they Blew liked it up. too. I mean, uh, I guess you could call him a friend of the show now. Absolutely. You know, we talked, uh, you know, initially, so we first started, we were recording five minutes into this thing, and it started doing, th- and but we lost him, so I stopped him. Like, he said, what's up? I'm like, we lost it. Oh, okay, I'll put my headphones on. He's like, dude, let me know if I have to, like, drive in the pickup truck down the dirt road. I'm like, no, no, no. It's all good, Typical man. Typical Sasky boy, yeah. right? Beauty. Uh, the Hunter Bros are back at home in Seanovan. They built a studio there. Uh, so all, him and his four bros, uh, the families are there. They're recording. They just dropped their new album, um, Been a Minute, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, Did you know JJ, JJ and I have the same thing in common? The same age. Hey, boom, you win. Well, did he hear what he <laughs> So I said, I said, hey, JJ, you and my brother, you know, you're in common, you're both 40. And he's, I, I kind of made a joke, and he's like, you know, like, yeah, I'm 40. And then we talked about later, said, hey, like, is there a chance that we can, you know, maybe if we come on backstage with you at the next concert? And he's like, well, early in the podcast, I was all about it. But you kind of threw a jab at my age. I said, yeah. no, 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 Troy's 42. I heard that too. <laughs> hey, before I ask you how you've been and what you've been up to. Hi, Christian. Christian's our content man. Uh, I sometimes call him Frankie. I don't know why. But Christian, this is the guy behind the scenes, all time grinding for us. Uh, all the videos content. posted and everything. That's uh, that's our boy Christian. So I want to give him a shout out. He's a little shy to get on uh, on the mic. So yeah. Hey, thanks, Christian. Drew, what have you been up to? What's going on? What's new in your world? I got a lot going on. Let's hear it. Not gonna lie, I've been golfing a little bit with Jay. Um, you know, I, I got a new job, and uh, free ad for sure. You know, I'm really. I thought, I thought this. This one's had no free ads. This one's a well. They're gonna end up paying because they're, they're my boys. They're not gonna fire you. No, they could. I'm only two days in. I still need my uh, what's that word called? Probation. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Anyways, now we're talking about that today at uh, work. Uh, Let's fill the people in. What's going on in your life? What's going on? Yeah, I'm working at uh, Rapid Lawn uh, in Regina here. You know, doing a ton of um, well, more so just learning about the business right now. Had some Zoom meetings today with some people from Celebrity Greens. It's a really cool feature that I didn't know was even a thing. Uh, so I'm working there now. If you need any grass, you need any turf, you need any landscape, you need anything, call me or call Monty. Um, Rapid Lawn. And the best part about working at Rapid Lawn is that uh, I won't be eating out very much as uh, we're located. I, I can't even, I want to say it's the RMM of Sherwood, uh, the last building on the, before they leave town. Well, <laughs> congratulations on the new gig. It's kind of funny how uh, start a podcast X amount of months ago, and now you're working golf stuff. How's related with uh, Rapid Lawn? Not just golf, but I mean hockey and connections. And yeah, yeah so I'm just I'm crazy how crazy how life works. So congratulations on the new job, Drew, and um, hopefully everything goes well for you. So and we're happy to have Rapid Lawn on board as well. So 
Yeah, absolutely. So outside sales rep for them. So if you need anything, you know how to get hold of me. I'd give them your number out loud, but I don't know if you want me to say it on the air. No, I'm getting a new work number because oh. this phone is busy as it is because we're, uh, we're a booming podcast. But I wanted to ask you, though, do you know what on March 19th is? Today is the it's a Friday. 16th, so 17th will be launching Thursday with the 18th, Friday the 19th. That would be... No idea, hey? Let me fill you Can in. I take a guess? Sure. Driving range is open? No, even better. March 19th is the one-year anniversary of Off the Hazel Podcast. The day that we started our first ever that's, podcast before uh, you came on. That's so, funny. Wow. Our first guest was Noah Kozak. I did it in my, on my island in my condo on my, on my cell phone with Noah. Um, you look where we are now. 63 episodes in. Yeah. 63. We better slow down. We better pick it up. We're going to run out of content. <laughs> nah. Really? One year, March 19th. One year. Wow. So, uh, again, we want to say thanks to everyone that listens to us. Well, all our sponsors. sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Well, it's been a hell of a ride. I'll tell you, we're we're starting to get out of this COVID thing, and it certainly gave yourself an opportunity to start something that's become so popular. Yeah. And I'm glad I came on board. But yeah, wow, one year. Congrats to us. Now the next hardest thing to know is how do we keep growing and keep growing? So we need to keep putting content well, we out. We got ideas. Guess. We got ideas. Yeah, we're not we're not we're not worried. We got to remember, the snow is almost gone. And I know in future we're going to tell our listeners, yeah. but we've got plans for some golf tournaments, stuff like that, that we want all our Hoselites to join and uh, have a good time and get to meet the people. Because once this COVID stuff is starting around the corner, which we are, we are going to be able to match a name to a face, right? Yeah. We see on our social media accounts, oh, okay, Colin from Regina. Okay, we see him on Twitter. Oh, this is Colin right here. You're not the guy from the Mighty Ducks yeah. with your avatar, you know? Yeah. If that's even a word anymore. Avatar? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, quickly, before we jump onto some sports talk here, I wanted to say also that we, you know, I got some new headphones for the boys. We all got, this is another free ad. We got some Beats. Beats by Dre. Uh, we all got headphones for the boys. I just ordered us a couple of, uh, what are they called, Christian? Um, la- lav mics. They're the ones that go on your belt that we can do content this summer while we're golfing. Okay. Pick up all our, we got two of those. Um, yeah. Things are looking up. We're going, baby. And again, we appreciate each and every listener listening to the podcast. Exactly. Okay, now to our new segment now, the hockey, who's hot and who's not in the last 10 games. Troy, I'm going to rip off 10 te- uh, sorry, seven teams, seven questions, hot or not. Toronto, 5-5 five and five in the last 10, two-day and losing streak, hot or not? Not. Winnipeg, 6-3-1, and one, one game losing streak, hot or not? Hot. Edmonton, 5-5, five and five, two game losing streak, hot or not? Mediocre. <laughs> That's what Turner said last week. He's like, well, well they, they're seven. Frustrating. How about that? Can I put that as an answer? Frustrating. Sure. Thank you. Montreal, 4-3-3, three three, one not. game winning streak. Not. Okay. Calgary, 5-3-2, three and two, three game winning streak. Hot since Sutter's been there. Three in a row. Daryl. The veteran. Totally changed that team around. Absolutely. Vancouver, 6-4-0, two-game winning streak. Not. They played Ottawa. Okay. And Ottawa, 3-6-1. They had a one-point, uh, about a one-game losing streak. A work in progress in a very, 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 very young team. Yeah. But are, but are fun to watch. Absolutely. Katie, do you want to talk about anything else in the hockey division world? Do you want to jump right into uh, 
some golf talk. You know, I get pretty worked up when we start talking about hockey. So maybe this week we'll we'll give the listeners' ears a little break. Let's pass on some hockey chat this week. All righty, let's go into some golf talk. But Troy, I know you want to rip off a quick ad read. TaylorMade Golf and TaylorMade Canada are partners of Off the Hosel, and we couldn't be happier. It is time for you to look at getting the new TaylorMade products today. The new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max drivers are incredible. And if the best players in the world use TaylorMade, why shouldn't you? Team TaylorMade. Contact Mike.Langen at TaylorMadeGolf.com or you can go to your local golf course and talk to them in person if you need any more help. Team TaylorMade. That was so good until you said the wrong last name. No, I didn't say the last name. Mike Langen. Langen, Langen, apples, or Mike Langen was potatoes, reffing the W the other night, too. Potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> yeah, so Mike Langen, check him out. Check out TaylorMade. They have unreal gear. Do you want to rip off his email address again, or should I? Mike.Langen at TaylorMadeGolf.com. Perfect. All right, off to our golf talk. The Players was in Scottsdale, Arizona this past weekend. Uh, our winner was Justin Thomas for his 14th PGA Tour win. Did you have a, a chance to watch much of it? And thoughts on the event? Yeah, I did, actually. I watched quite a bit of it. Um, some surprising guys didn't make the cut. Uh, like, Fino didn't even make the cut. I made 16 I had mil. I had him pegged to finish first or second, so... Uh, I'm just trying to think. I mean, JT was awesome. He, he played... Well, he won. I mean... He, he was just so dialed in on Sunday. Who was our first-round leader on Friday? It was... Connors was right there, too. Yeah, Connor. Well, do you want to remember the Canadians first? Help you out? Yeah, go ahead, Drew. Yeah. Uh, the Canadians in the field. Corey Connors finished seventh. Um, you know, great week for him again. Back-to-back weeks. Nick Taylor, 48th. Adam Hadwin, T29th. Mackenzie Hughes, uh, back-to-back weekends uh, has been cut. Yep. Uh, I, I kind of focus on the Canadians a little bit. You know, Sergio was day one and day That's two leaders. Sorry. Uh, played really well. And then we kind of saw his putting again inside five feet has been subpar. Yeah. You know, he finished subpar. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, Serge was good. Was Speed? How did he do? Jordan to... was again. Well, I can't say that again because he's won some tournaments, but bridesmaid, not the bride. He, he. He looks, he's there, man. Like he's, he's so close. close. He's yeah. so close. And I love watching the guy. I love yeah. it because I'm an Under Armour guy. No free ads, I know. But yeah, no free ads. God, I'd love to get them as a sponsor. That'd be unreal. I love watching Jordan play. And you can tell he was playing good golf because he was talking to the ball again. He hit oh, the yeah. ball and you could hear him. Come on. Be, Everyone be the club. hates be the it. Club. I, love I, it I love it too. Be the club. Be the club. Get right. Get right. Get right. You know, he was just getting more vocal. So close. I think he was... He's up there. He was top twenty for sure. Yeah. Um, the one guy you mentioned, you mentioned bridesmaid yet again, back back week. Lee Westwood. Yeah. Uh, you know, makes a million dollars second place. You know. Question. What's up? Caddy for Lee Westwood. His fiance. Okay. Fiance. fiance. Yeah. And I think that he's enjoying that. You know, it's. Uh, you know, it's. I, I don't know what the word is. Like he, he's just enjoying his time with you. Watch him play. He's having fun. Uh, they must get along pretty well. He's she's caddying for five hours in the round, so I mean, you don't and, want a caddy that's not in a. And she rocks aviators like Phil. Yeah, that's, that is true. You know, Bryson was close again too. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We got. I think we got a fifty-fifty. We're gonna put up a poll question. Actually, I want you to put one up. Bryson DeChambeau. Yes, no. That's all I want to know. Okay. Are you, are you a fan? 
Yes, no. I'm willing to bet it comes back 50-50 or 55-45, very close. It's frustrating to watch that man golf because his swing is just so not normal. Well, I feel like he's in pain after he's putting. Yes. Like, just the way he holds his arm all day. Like, that's a, like, just. But that being said, I look at JT who won the tournament, and he's got that reverse pencil grip thing going on when he's putting, and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. And he's sinking putt after putt after putt. Maybe I need to try that. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe you do. Great tournament, though. Unreal. Uh, they, there was a stat I seen on 17th green, which that's one of my... 35 golf balls day one. Okay, you've seen that then? Okay. I didn't see it the next three days, but I know it went down. But they, they had done how many golf balls were lost there since 2008, Oh, wasn't it a ton? It was like over 4,000 golf balls since 2008. Wow. That's nuts. No, but I mean... One of my favorite tournaments. It is. Next to the Masters, that's probably my favorite tournament. Yeah, that is true. Well, do you want to talk about next week or what? Yeah, let's do it. Actually, we can give a little, you know, Abe answer to play well too. Actually. Abe played well. And for our listeners that know that we got family that caddies for Abraham answer, I don't know if they saw it on Instagram, but let's oh, just clear up him. a few things here. Uh, so Dale hasn't been caddying for Abe for the past three weeks. He never got fired. He didn't quit. Uh, he's having some visa issues. He's trying to reapply for his visa. Yeah. He put a post out on Instagram, you know, he's Abe's number one supporter. Likewise, Abe reshared it, tweeted it, re-everythinged it. Dale will be back on tour right away. He's just applying for his visa. That's the only reason he's not there. Plus, I've noticed Abe's caddy's been two different guys the last two Yeah, weeks. he's just probably got a body or someone yeah. in town. Yeah, The so, cool thing, too, though, also, in the, in the meantime, while you're waiting for Dale to get back on the tour, you can check out his, uh, what is it, dog missile, missile, pork, pork missile. Pork missile. Just check out DV on uh the, uh, the Dale Trail on Instagram. Check him out. Yeah, he's got his own line of hats and shirts, and uh, you can get his ugly mug on a T-shirt, smoking a cigarette and chewing on a hot dog, and he's got some uh, nice hats out there. So go check it out. Uh, actually, I've noticed his sales have been really well. I mean, yeah, I know no free ads, but he is family. So hashtag one snap, hashtag one missile, or pork missile. Pork missile. Anyways, I, I didn't. And mess- and the dog father. Hashtag the, the dog, dog father. father. I did message him the other day, and he hearted my message about coming on. I know he's probably dealing with some shit right now, so. Um, hopefully you're back on tour sooner than later. Okay. Where are we playing this week? We're off to the PGA National, the Honda Classic. Troy, have you, uh, I know you usually have the notes for me here. Not today. Not today. Not even going to lie. Okay. And I'm too lazy to look at my phone. Do you want me to grab my phone? I'll grab my phone. Okay, we're going to the PGA National. Yep. The Honda Classic. Honda. It's nope. not a Nissan. We'll call it the Nissan Classic. Well, I can't do that. Why not? PGA copyright. PGA doesn't own us, though. But PGA owns the Honda Classic. Well, we're calling it the Nissan slash Honda Classic. Okay, I'll go with that. All right, here's our field. We got Charles Schwartzel, Vijegas, um, KJ Choi, Hadwin, friend of the show, Patrick Rogers. There's a there's a bunch of guys in this tournament here. Well, from the first five guys you said, it looks like Hadwin's winning this thing. Cause uh, yeah. How about this guy though? I love this guy's name, Chris Ventura. I call him Ace. Why wouldn't you? Crazy not to. That is true. Hey, who's the guy that had the hole-in-one this past week on, at, at the tour? He was a no-namer pretty much. I just saw Sorry it. Sorry to call it. I hate to say a no-namer. Uh, slam dunk right in. Really? Yeah, beautiful shot. 17th? Sports Center Showed me everything. Well. What I couldn't watch, I watched on Sports Center. <laughs> Fair so. enough. Okay. What, what else, else we got? I don't know. What do you got? Do you want to go into our guest this, today or do you I'm, want to talk I'm about pumped. our following week? first well let's do the guest first i'm pumped okay i wasn't i wasn't there for for the interview 
but I know Drew, you had messaged me and said, hey, do you have any questions? I don't know. Can I say his name? Well, I can. How about I rip off what he is and then we'll do it. Okay, go ahead. So from uh, from Barstool Sports again, um, and I'll put the, you know, iconic, not a big deal on that one. We have on White Sox Dave, Dave Williams. He is a great dude, huge baseball guy, and clearly he loves the Chicago White Sox, and he lives the dream. Um, and while I turn this over to Troy, uh, he's a massive baseball guy. Basically, all I had in common with this with Dave was that we both watch Moneyball, and I acted, you know, I, I watch sports. So Dave uh, definitely put me to school on my uh, stats. I learned a lot about baseball, and it got me more intrigued about playing. So, uh, Troy, go ahead. Well, a lot of the two Coaster brothers, definitely I'm the baseball guy. I know, Drew, you're, you're, an, you're, you watch it. But, again, it goes back to my fantasy days. What I a, a touchdown. I'm, I'm a stats guy. I love, I love everything about baseball. And I was so pumped when you had him coming on the show. I was kind of pissed off I couldn't be there. I know you sent me an email saying, hey, I need some questions about baseball. And I know I've, well, probably the most questions I've ever sent you for a guest. Yeah, it was long. Listen to the podcast. You're going to get a lot of uh, a lot out of Dave. He's, like as Drew said, a major White Sox fan. Uh, I know there's not a lot around these parts, but you might become a fan because of this podcast that we do with him. Yeah. They got a young team, a promising team. They're going to win the AL Central, I believe. Uh, Minnesota's going to be a close second. Uh, they got they got too much talent on their team right now. They got just too much talent. Nice. Uh, they've been in the doghouse on the south side of Chicago for a long time. The Cubs have always been number one, not the White Sox. This is the year that is going to change a lot of people's thinkings about the better team in Chicago, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, and also the, the positive about the COVID now. He did announce on the pod, you'll hear, uh, I think they said 8,000 fans are allowed next month uh, to go watch a game. So Yeah, spring training's wrapping up here. I think we got uh, two weeks. Well, what is it? 16th of March. March. March 28th is opening day, which is a Sunday. So nice, two weeks away. We got, yeah, less than two weeks. So I'm, I'm jacked as a baseball fan. I can't wait. Uh, my Red Sox are probably going to finish second last in the AL East. Uh, Toronto and the Yankees are going to be a dogfight for first. And then you got Tampa, who's probably going to finish third. And then, unfortunately, the lowly, lowly Baltimore Orioles will finish dead last again. But that being yeah. said, I know our golf podcast, sports <laughs> podcast, I want to throw one plug out for a person that I am truly inspired by. He's a first baseman for the Baltimore Orioles named Trey Mancini. He was diagnosed with stage 3C colon cancer a year, a year was it a year and a week ago? Went through all his treatments, surgeries, and everything, and he is back on the field, nice. ready to rock, playing full-time. True inspiration to any person that loves sports and has that yeah. feel-good story. So, uh, uh, yeah, we're rooting for you here, Trey. Absolutely. Well, I, from majority of your talk there, I looked at you like I was a deer in the headlights, but, um, no, I think you nailed it on the head. Dave Williams from Barstool Sports. You're going to love this interview. It's about 29 minutes long. It's perfect. Uh, and he will be coming back on the show. So uh, And I'll be there for sure. Exactly. I'll so, book off work if I have to. I hope so. I'm holding you to that. Easy now. All right. Hope you guys enjoy it. Are you tired of the same old spice, rum, and coke? Or any other basic mixed drink? Well, we want to change that. Here at Off the Hazel Crew, we are proud supporters of Last Mountain Distillery. They got so many good choices that will change your world. Just some off the top of our head. Last Melon Distiller Whiskey, Rum, Dill Petro Vodka, Root Beer Schnapps, and now new, Apple Pie Moonshine. If you haven't already checked out Last Melon Distillery, for all your mixed bevy needs, Last Melon Distillery, no questions asked. 
Alrighty, we are pleased to be joined by another stoolie. He is from Chicago. He is a blogger, massive Chicago White Sox fan, and he's best known for chewing gum in his TV debut. We're very happy, very happy yep. to welcome in White Sox Dave. Thanks for joining the podcast, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Okay, so quickly here, am I correct? Are you from Chicago? Uh, I'm from about 25 miles west of the city, uh, west suburb. But yeah, Chicago land, born, lived my whole life. Unreal. So, big Hawks fan or no? Yeah, I mean, I, I call myself the biggest Fairweather Hawks fan in the world. Um, I don't know a thing about hockey. I never, I mean, hockey was weird in Chicago for a long time because they didn't televise home games. Yeah. So they were like the redheaded stepchild of Chicago sports, and no one really got into them until the um, current words took over, and they drafted Tane and Caves, or Tane and Caves, Caves. <laughs> Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves and you know started winning all these cups and then they became the hottest ticket in town and I hopped aboard but um I never played it never really paid attention to it all that much other than I don't know probably since about 2008 or so all right fair enough I mean you got the names down pat there so that's uh at least you're halfway there which is perfect <laughs> okay so I I, I, have, on my way. I have to know I mean obviously it probably comes with the handle but White Sox, Dave, why and where did that all come about? Um, My fandom or how I started with Barstool? Well, I guess, I mean, because if, you know, you're Dave Williams, how did, uh, you know, obviously you're a Chicago White Sox fan. How did that, uh, how did your name come as uh, White Sox, Dave? So after college when um, I, I had, so I had my own blog in college that I would just kind of cover Chicago sports pop culture, anything and everything, food, um, stupid things we did in college, um, just stuff like that. And uh, Barstool offered me a job, and they're like, so when they offered me the job, they're like, what's your name? Like, your nickname, what do you want to go by? And they, I said, no one calls me anything but Dave. Like, I don't really have a nickname. Everybody just calls me Dave. So they're like, all right, well, I guess you can be Dave. Uh, Like, five minutes later, they came back to me and were like, yeah, there's already Dave Portnoy, and he doesn't want <laughs> people to get you too confused. So you, he said you're White Sox, Dave. And I'm really? like, all right, that sounds kind of cheesy, but if that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. So sign me up. <laughs> and kind of the rest is history after that. That's unreal. Just, hey, so uh, you're not going to use my name. We're going we're gonna to call you White Sox, Dave, for now on. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I, I have to ask, cause, I mean, what were you doing as a young Dave, you know, when you were younger? Was it baseball, football? Like, what were your hobbies before, you know, obviously now you're, you're running a successful podcast with, you know, Chief, uh, you know, friend of the show. What, um, yeah, like, what were you doing as a youngster? Uh, I played baseball and football my whole life, all through high school. Um, I, I never got into basketball or hockey or any other sport other than that. I ran track and wrestled a year or two in, in middle school and early high school, but, um, it was just, I was straight baseball, football. Those are my two loves. Uh, absolutely love football. Absolutely love baseball. Um, played baseball in college uh, at a D3 school. That was, that has actually turned into a great athletic program for Division three sports, North Central College. They just won it all in football two years ago, beat Mount Union and Whitewater that year. Nice. Um, really good basketball and baseball programs. They have kids drafted out of there every year now for baseball, which is pretty cool. So um, that's where I wound up. I uh, tried to get into actual scouting uh, after college, and it just wasn't paying the bills. 
So uh, I kind of found my niche in covering the game instead of like scouting and, and like procuring talent and all that. Well, I definitely know that scouting does not cover the bills as I coach and scout hockey. So uh, it's a battle, mm-hmm. man. It's a battle until you, you, know, you make it or yeah, it you is. know someone, right? So, um, no, okay, well, that leads me to my next question, though. Obviously, like, you didn't play hockey, but uh, I have to ask the question, like, do you play golf at all or have you played it? Yeah, I played golf. I golf like two, three times a summer. I'm not any good at it, but um, <laughs> if like I know if I if I like worked at it, I'd be uh, I'd be a perfectly solid golfer. Like uh, once every you know five or six strokes, I'll I'll put a ball within two cup or two feet from the cup, or I'll kill a drive. But I don't I don't have any fundamentals or um, like mechanics down. I swing like a baseball bat, but yeah. sometimes it works. 90 percent of the time it doesn't um but here and there i can like i can smoke a ball like 250 down the fairway but that's, that's all you need like, it's just luck at that point you know <laughs> that's all you need though 250 down the fairway it's perfect yeah just never just never worked at it but i do enjoy golfing a handful of times a summer fair enough all right Dave. this is uh, right in your, your wheelhouse here uh as i mentioned you know off the record troy isn't here but he wrote down lots of questions for you uh, I want to talk some baseball a bit here as I, you know, I little, I know a little bit about it. I'm, you know, I'm basically a Blue Jays fan by choice, but more of an Oakland Athletics fan. And maybe because that's from my favorite movie, Moneyball, um, you know, on the GM side of things, I love, you know, obviously what, uh, oh, God, I lost his name now. Billy Bean does, you know. Billy Bean. Yep. Yeah. Guy's a legend. So I guess my question, first one is, who are some teams this year that open up your eye bet and go, they could be a World Series champ? The White Sox. I mean, the White Sox have been trashed for about a decade. Uh, they burnt it down in 2016. They traded everybody, went scorched earth, traded Chris Sale, Jose Quintana, Adam Eaton, a bunch of other guys. And uh, now they're kind of bearing the fruits of those labors, of those tough years. Um, they were always like, you know, an 84-85 win team from like 2010 to uh, 2016. So they were never, like, bad, but they were just, like, stuck in that purgatory, and, it, and I hated it as a fan. And then they once they burnt it down, I knew that it was going to be an awful three or four years, but that the end goal would be, like, it, it should be realized. Like, the Astros, the Cubs, um, the A's have done it. The Blue Jays have done it recently. Even the Yankees and Red Sox have gone into many rebuilds. And, you know, you see these teams, and after a successful rebuild, they're typically – they see a world series and I'm not guaranteeing a world series by the White Sox in this next five or six years by any stretch, but they should be, you know, consistently a 95 win team and nobody's going to want to play them on the planet. But, um, outside of them, uh, the Blue Jays should be very good. Their offense is going to be loaded. Um, the Rays are always just that weird team that has a bunch of no names that sneaky does awesome as are the A's. And then the Padres should, I mean, the Padres could be dominant this year. Even with the how good the Dodgers are, the Padres could be the best team in that division. Wow. Yeah, my, my brain's in a blender right now. So, uh, that I mean, I, I respect that because, I mean, that's like the opposite of me. I know hockey, but I, I actually just learned a ton from you, so I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I have to ask, though, Dave, you know, what's it like having, I mean, you may correct me right now, There's what is it, Chicago Cubs and the White Sox in the same city? Yep. So uh, It's weird. Like Yeah. Go ahead. No, basically, I was just going to say, like, what's like, how do you dictate who who you're going to cheer for? Um, well, the Cubs. So the Cubs are like, it's it's weird. So 
I-290 cuts the city in half going east to west, right from downtown all through the suburbs. And the easy way to describe it is if you live south of 290, you're a White Sox fan. North of 290, you're a Cubs fan. Obviously, that gets muddied once you get out to the suburbs and stuff. And the Cubs have been very successful for, you know, a long time. They won the World Series in 2016, and uh, they've been good since then. And on top of that, you got Wrigleyville, which is like, it's like a big frat party every day of the summer. Yeah. And it's a big tourist attraction. And it's easy to root for the Cubs because there's so much around the stadium. Like, you can just go be kind of like a fake Cubs fan and, you know, and, and, and wear that C with pride. And I'm, I'm saying pride with air quotes. White Sox <laughs> Stadium's on the south side. It's in a working-class neighborhood. There's not much around it. it I love it. But it's it's completely different. Like you have to be born a White Sox fan, like into a White Sox family, to be a White Sox fan. If you just like move to the city and want a team to root for, chances are you're going to root for the Cubs because that's the easy way out. Yeah. But um, I mean, White Sox, the Cubs have a national following. The White Sox don't. But in the city, I would say it's like a sixty forty split between Cubs fans to White Sox fans, with the sixty being the Cubs. Wow, that's crazy. And who has a better uh, facility? Uh, facility, you said? Yeah, sorry. I, I mean, I would say the White Sox, because uh, the stadium's so new. Okay. Uh, Wrigley Field, until they did the renovations a couple years ago, was a complete and total dump. <laughs> and the food there sucks. Uh, the, I mean, they can get by, because they're going to sell, they're going to have 40,000 people at every game regardless, you know, assuming it's not in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And, uh, so they can get away with super expensive beer. Really gross food, and because people will buy it regardless. But White Sox, like the food is incredible. It's like legit, legit great food. Uh, it's cheaper. You can park there instead of having to rely on public transportation and all the congestion yeah, that huge. Wrigley has. So it's it's like it's I don't know. It's, like I enjoy going to Cubs games, so don't like get me wrong. Like handful of times a summer, you I'll I'll be at Wrigley Field and have a great time. Um, but Sox games are like it's the complete opposite. There's a huge tailgating scene. Um, it's like I said, it's much cheaper. Uh, it's very, very accessible because you can. It's right off the highway. You can take uh, you can take Uber, taxi, Lyft, the L system. You can take anything you want to get there, and it's very easy. Or you can park there for twenty bucks. So wow. I prefer Sox Park, but I mean Wrigley has its has its you know it, it's it's draws as well. Absolutely. Dude, that's one thing I have, yeah, I've yet to do yet in my life is uh, go to a baseball game. And I hope as soon as this pandemic's over, I can plan to get down to somewhere and go watch a game because they actually looked at a fun time. I, and I feel like I would enjoy it more live than I do on TV. Yeah, for sure. Baseball games are the best live. I mean, it's like, I mean, depending on where you are, it's just a huge party. And you're outside, so you're – and typically it doesn't even matter where you are because it's the middle of summer. So yeah, you're going to be enjoying the weather, cold beer, and that's all you need. Here, really. All right, Dave, here's my next question here before we go into our, you know, our segment of questions from the gallery. The White Sox have won World Series the, – the World Series three times, 1906, 17, and 2005. What will it take for them to win this year or in the next five years? They need to stay healthy. Um, I mean, they, they have top to bottom, they have an awesome roster, but it's not that deep. So like, they don't have a lot to insulate themselves from injury. So if they can stay healthy and they all realize, 
uh, and actuate their potential like these young guys. Because they, I mean, some of these guys in the lineup are 22, 23 years old. Yeah. And, you know, they're young pups compared to the rest of the league. Uh, so, if, I mean, if they if they hit their ceilings and and they stay healthy, there's no reason they can't win one or more World Series. Alrighty, Dave, off to our segment called Questions from the Gallery, sponsored by TaylorMade Golf. They are partners of Off the Hosel, and we couldn't be happier. It is time you look at getting the new TaylorMade products today. The new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max drivers are incredible. And if the best players in the world are using TaylorMade, why shouldn't you? Team TaylorMade. Contact Mike.Langen at TaylorMadeGolf.com or go to your local golf course and talk to them in person if you need any more help. All right, bro. Got some questions here for you. A few from my bro. We'll go to his first one. Oof, had a breath there. Aside from Lucas Giolito, as a White Sox fan, you have to be a little concerned about the rest of the starting rotation. Uh, I, I Like I said, I'm worried about the depth of it more than anything. I mean, Dallas Keuchel is better than Lucas Giolito was last year, and he's the kind of guy that can pitch... Like, he'll age very well because, he, you know, he's not putting a ton of stress on his arm. He doesn't throw 100 miles an hour. So I have no worry with Lucas Giolito or Dallas Keuchel. And then they traded for Lance Lynn, who's been top five in the Cy Young in the last two years. Um, I Like, he's a workhorse. He's been awesome. Uh, one of the best strikeout artists in baseball the last two years. So their top three are, are very, very good. You can put them up there with any top three in baseball. Then you got two, three rookies to round out the bottom the bottom five or the bottom two rather of the of the rotation uh you got michael kopech who i think could be better than giolito he throws 100 he's a workhorse uh he's coming off injury and then he opted out of the 2020 season because of the pandemic so he hasn't pitched in a couple of years on a big league field but he's he's got every ounce of potential that you just dream of and then dylan cease and reynaldo lopez and a couple other guys um, if, I mean, if you just get like dependable innings out of the five spot, like they're going to be very successful this year. And I, those guys have the pure stuff to do it. I just don't know if they have the brains quite yet. Cause they're so young, but, um, I mean, they both throw upper nineties. They both have really good breaking pitches and off speed. Um, they're just wild cards. So they're like lotto tickets that you hope you can cash in on. But if you do cash in on them, then like if, if, if Dylan Cease turns into their best pitcher this year, which is not outside the realm of possibility, then they're making a deep playoff run, and that's what they're gambling on this year. All righty. Dave, here's a full one here for you. Who do you believe is the White Sox Rookie of the Year? Before you answer that, Troy thinks Madrill will, but Garrett Crochet could turn some heads as well. Thoughts? Yeah, both of them. Uh, I think Crochet has a harder chance because he they're going to be really conservative with him because he is so young. And uh, he is so raw. But uh, Magical, I mean, Magical will be Magical. Hit 300, he'll steal some bases. He should play better defense than he did last year. He, he, they all say he's got great gold glove caliber defense. Um, he was a little shaky last year of what we saw of him. But I think it's going to be Andrew Vaughn, their first base prospect. Uh, he's going to start the season as DH because Jose Abreu, the reigning MVP, is still on the team. But I think he could be the very best hitter in the lineup. I've talked to many many scouts and coaches about him and they say that he's like chris bryant round two like he's got mvp superstar potential and i hope that's what we see of him um and he's like he's another guy uh he just graduated college he was a junior actually when they drafted him so he's only 23 years old and has only been in the system for a year and half that 
uh, well, not even a full year of that was with a canceled uh, minor league season because of coronavirus. So yeah. I think he's going to be lights out. I think he's going to seamlessly transition from the college game to major league baseball. And I can't wait till he's in the lineup and, and just killing the ball. Cause I really think he's going to. All right. All right. Okay. The nine, 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 I see that nine, nine, nine challenge. Where did you come up with yeah. that idea? Before, and before you answer that, you ate nine dogs, dummy nine beers in nine innings. First off, I would be just dummy. Uh, walk us through that experience. Uh, it was honest. So at Sox Park, they have these things called the scout seats, which are like the premium tickets right behind nah, made deal. Uh, home plate. So you buy the ticket, but everything's included with it. So you're not paying for beer and you're not paying for food. Um, and the tickets are like crazy expensive. But um, someone offered me the tickets for free, and I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So we, I go with Carl, who is one of our coworkers. Um, it was like on a random Tuesday night, I want to say. And I'm like, hey, you want to do this challenge? So just like film me. Because I saw it on YouTube or something. And um, But you can't like, so everybody's like, I was planning on like eating five or six hot dogs as fast as I could in the first few winnings. And then drinking as many beers as I could and waiting like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours until the later inning. Yeah. And finishing the challenge off. But the actual challenge is you got to do one every inning, one of each every inning. So I did it that way, and honestly, it wasn't that hard. The worst part by far and away was uh, after, like, dog six or seven, he just it just tasted like nothing but salt. It was really weird. Um, like, your thumbs was like, yeah. But, but, like, I wasn't that full. I've, uh, like, I've eaten more pizza in one city in my life, I'm pretty True. sure. But, yeah, I, I'm saying um, But it, it was fun, and it got a lot of good press. People liked it, so I'm glad I did it. All right, okay, I have to ask this one now. Is obviously, I'm a huge fan of their show as well. The battle with Ryan Whitney on your previous clip. Uh, care to explain that? Yeah, like, so he came out to talk hockey, and obviously I didn't say a word because I don't know anything about hockey. Like, what do I have to offer to that conversation? And he said something like, Dave, why are you so quiet today? You usually never shut up. And I'm like, what, what do you want me to do? Like, offer you hockey insight that I don't have? And I uh, forget, I, I mean, it's, Full disclosure, like, I love Ryan Whitney. He's an yeah, awesome, he's, awesome dude. We're busting each other's balls. But he's like, you look like, like, everybody saying he dummied me and he, he bodied me and all this stuff. I'm like, all he called me was a turtle for five straight minutes. Like, be, like, mix it up and be a little more original. Yeah. <laughs> and it was because I was, like, in a hoodie in the corner of our office or something. And so, like, people are like, oh, my God, he got you so good. I'm like, he called me a turtle. I don't care about that. Like, go, like, it, yeah. he's supposed to be some insult artist, and he, like, he didn't insult me. Like, I was, I was offended absolutely zero by it. So, Whitney's got some work to do on the insult game, I think, and people need to quit kissing his ass. I love it. All right, my brother wants to know as well, who do you believe will win the World Series, and please do not say the Yankees or Dodgers. Um, I, I mean, it's tough not to say the Dodgers. The Yankees pitching sucks. It's not good. Wow. Um, their offense is incredible. I mean, that is assuming that Judge stays healthy, which he's never done. Um, and Stanton. Stanton's never stayed healthy, and a lot of their offensive success depends on those two. But I think they're, I think the Yankees are going to be kind of mediocre this year. Everybody loves them because they're offense, but pitching wins in the end. And uh, Yankees pitching, uh, well, they're, I'm sorry, their starting pitching is not good. Um, it's like a bunch of old guys and a bunch of guys that are injury reclamation projects. So 
I wow. don't think the Yankees are going to win it. I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees finished third in the division. I don't think they'll finish third. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. The Dodgers are just a juggernaut. They're they're so 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 good, and they just signed the best you know free agent pitcher in baseball in Trevor Bauer. And I like I would not be surprised if they if they went back to back, which is very hard to do in baseball. I haven't seen it since I think ninety eight ninety nine, so over twenty years now. Um, but um, the Padres are definitely up there. Uh, I, I don't think the Rays will be there this year. I think the Rays will be good, but not great. Um, the A's are going to take a step back. So the American League's a little weak. I would not be surprised if it's a White Sox-Padres World Series. I mean, both teams have the talent to be there. Whether they had the experience and their youth doesn't get the best of them, uh, that's another story. But uh, Hey, Dave, quickly, I want, I want to ask a question to you because it kind of throws me off yeah. in the whole baseball thing. Like, you know how in hockey there's a Western – like before, like, you know, 10 years ago, there was a, an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference, and they met in the yeah, middle. Yeah. But why does baseball have an, an AL and an NLL or like all, it's, all this it's different more stuff? Like, it's more like football, like the NFC and ASC. So it doesn't, it's not a geographic thing. It's, uh, they just have to balance the, uh, the league. So there's 15 teams in each league, uh, 30 total teams, and it doesn't matter where you are. It matters like it's a balanced thing. So there's AL West, NL West, just like the AFC West, NFC West. So. But also, like, uh, the, yeah, the, the, the rules like, change, too, right? So, like, in one lead, you can't pitch, and the other one, the other one you can or can't hit? Yeah. I don't know how that works. Uh, for pitchers, yeah. So, in the AL, there's a <laughs> DH. In the NL, there's not, so the pitcher hits, which I think is stupid. Nobody wants to see a pitcher hit because they're guaranteed out 90% of the time. And people, like, all these old-school baseball people that hate change, they, they loathe the DH because they see it adds strategy and all that. Like, yeah, no, it doesn't. Like, the strategy is to bunt. Everybody knows the strategy that makes it not a strategy. So I hate it personally. I think they should be a universal DH cross baseball. I think we'll see that uh, after this season because they have a new CBA expiring this December. So I think they're just going to write that into the NL rules, which helps NL teams a lot, by the way. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, you're talking to someone that's very green with uh, watching the game. So I appreciate that. It's uh, knowledgeable as you are. Right, now, I do have a few more questions for you, Dave, and then we'll let you go as you have a busy day ahead of you. Okay, what does a day in the life of White Sox Dave look like on a game day if you're going to the game? Well, it's weird now because I haven't been full-time with Barstool since, um, since like, I've been allowed in the stadium. So we've only been allowed in the stadium for two years. So typically, um, like, with my old cube job, like, I would get off work at, at 5 and I would go straight to the stadium from work. Um, but wow. now that I have like more flexibility and, and freedom to do what I want when I want, um, all I got to do is make sure I have my shit done in the morning. I could get to the park at noon if I wanted to, so long as I'm putting out content and you know keeping up on social media and all that. So, um, so I mean, this year they're gonna have they just announced there's gonna be like eight thousand one hundred fans, twenty percent for Sox games nice. and Cubs games. That's awesome. Um, for opening day. Um, but it's going to go to seniority. So who ha- whoever's had season tickets the longest will have first dibs. And this is my first year having season tickets of my own. Uh, my dad's had them for a long time, but I won't get counted on those because they're not under my name or whatever. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping I can – I got 41 game planned this year out of 82 total games. So I'm hoping I could be at, you know, 30, 35 plus. That's unreal. Games. I mean, we're still living in a bubble down here, so – that's uh, great to hear down the south of the border. You guys are doing some stuff, which is good to hear. 
Um, yeah, the vaccine's coming though. Well, uh, yeah. you guys, you guys will get there. I hope so. Hopefully, sooner than later. Here, okay. Well, Dave, this is my next one here, and kind of led right into back your last uh, story there. You know, favorite part about working at Barstool Sports? Um, freedom. Like we have creative freedom to do whatever you want. Like you have the ability to kind of work as an entrepreneur of your own inside the company, and no one micromanages anything. Um, like you only hear from your bosses if you're really screwing things up, which there's no excuse to be doing that. And, um, like even then, like it's constructive criticism. It's like, Hey, you should do this instead. Like try this out, you know, all that blah, blah, blah. But, um, the, the, the freedom to do what I want, when I want, so long as I'm, you know, busting my ass, putting content out is, is fantastic. And I want to trade it for the world. Like I, I still, like for my old job, I was up at like five thirty, six a.m. every day, and I I kept that habit for barstool, so I could kind of hit the ground running come like eight a.m. or so. Like I already have a lot of my day planned out, which allows me to, you know, do other things, try to start other projects and stuff like that. So um, that like I would you know I would bend over backwards for Dave Portnoy, Dan Katz, and Eric Nardini. They're the best. That's awesome, man. Well, I, here's my last one for you. And based, I would get card for this because I can never close out an interview. And usually when they're going good, that's probably a good sign. So I do want to ask, you know, obviously the movie Moneyball, I'm a huge, huge fan of it. Does does what Billy Bean did, you know, back then, do you think that that is translated now into the game? You know, a lot of analytics, uh, you know, buying runs and buying this and buying that. Where do you see that in today's game? Yeah, it is. I mean, the Dodgers do it, but the Dodgers have an unlimited budget. Um, the Rays just did it. The Rays went to the World Series last year against the Dodgers, and they had like a $35 payroll compared to uh, the Dodgers. And this is prorated because of um, coronavirus, and they, they had prorated payrolls. But uh, Dodgers was like $100 million still or something crazy. Uh, the Dodgers, like, they have all the same numbers in math and sciences that these poor teams do at this point, like the Rays. Yeah, and the A's what the A's you know built in the movie, um, but they have money to like pay for the best players that put up the best numbers in a money ball way at the same time. So that's why they're the best organization in baseball right now. There's not a close second, in my opinion. Uh, they have the they have the budget on top of the math and science behind it, um, and then I mean the Rays, the Rays what the Rays do is incredible. Like they're a poor, 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 poor team, and they win consistently in spite of that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it still has a place in, in in baseball, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. It'll evolve, but math and science will always have a place in baseball. Awesome, man. Well, White Sox, Dave, man, uh, Dave Williams, I appreciate you coming on the show today. I hope we can do this again as Troy was, uh, you know, he really wants to do this one with you again and talk more baseball. Um, I had a lot of fun today, man. Appreciate it. Sounds good, man. Anytime, just let me know. All right. Take care. COVID spring break is right around the corner. And you know what that means? Spring break in your pants. Manscaped is here to ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. For everyone preparing for pants party this spring break, I have an exclusive 20% off discount. Use the code HOSL20 at manscaped.com. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 
waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine get the 20 percent off free shipping with the code hosel20 at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code hosel20 say hola to your new beautiful balls with manscaped Alrighty, there it is, episode 63 of Off the Hosel. A Brad Marchand podcast. Or a Tyler Ennis podcast. I like that better. Oiler. Oiler, exactly. Uh, a great show with White Sox Dave. Was, I went Han Solo again. You're you're jealous, but he didn't come back on, he said. So Can't wait. He said, text me, we'll talk about it. He says, probably when. Actually, the cool thing about it was. I, I, I You know what the bad thing about it is, Drew? When he comes <laughs> back on. Sorry, I really had to. I'm about to go off here. When he does come back on. It's going to be an hour and 15 minutes of me and Dave talking. You're going to be sitting there going, I'm going to do this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm going to move it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. So maybe you need to expand your baseball horizons yeah, and start sure. watching and paying a little more attention, and then you can join, well, the, uh, join the fun. The cool thing was about the, um, you know, Dave, Dave Williams, White Sox Dave. I actually asked him, why do you wear, why do you wear White Sox? And he's like, There's a, why is your name White Sox? He said, well, I don't wear Black Sox. But anyways. Do you know why? He's a White he, Sox fan. He was probably using a play on words that you didn't yes. catch on. I, know, ma- I made the joke. Do, do you he... know about the Black Sox? No. The Black Sox were a team in the Major League Baseball back in the 1920s, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. The two teams and then the shot. Cheated and scandaled. Shoeless oh. Joe Jackson. Google it. All right. I will. Do you know the movie Field of Dreams? Yes, I've seen the With movie. With Kevin Costner. Yes. And they get out there and those are all the old Black Sox. If you look at their jerseys. He's a picture, right? It's Black Sox. Oh, my God. That's Shoeless Joe Jackson. I could never love a man who loved someone who cheated the game. You, wow. I've seen Field of Dreams. I know, but now that... Just remember what I told you. Shoeless Joe Jackson, the Black Sox. Okay. Watch Field of Dreams, you'll go, holy shit, I know what Troy's talking about. I will. But what I was trying to say, though... Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. The, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my homework no on the No one listens to this part of the podcast anyways. They should, because the best part of the show was... Except our buddy Jeremy. Who's Jeremy? Hanley. Oh, oh yeah, Ontario. Jeremy Hanley. Uh, Ontario guy. One of our favorite... Listeners, oh yeah, he loves the pod. He, he's he's an advocate for us out out east. So Jeremy, shout out to you. Thank you very much. Okay, now for the fifteenth time, what I'm trying to say was the coolest part of the podcast was when I said, "Okay, Dave, tell me the nine 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 challenge." And I said it twice. I shouldn't have said it twice in the podcast, but I said it back to back. And he's like, "Yeah, so I had nine beers, nine dogs, and nine innings." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I had nine beers, nine dogs, and nine innings." I'm like, "Like, what if it went to extras?" He's like, uh, "I don't know." I could do it. Dude, he said, what do you say? He's like, after the seventh dog, it just tasted like chalk. He's just <laughs> the eating this thing to eat. And he's dieseling nine stadium beers. And I could do it. But also, it was free, too, he said. so. I could do it. Um, I know you could do it, Troy. I like beer, and I like hot dogs. Anyways, before we cut this show off here, we do want to mention that next week, we got on friend of the show again and a new guest. Uh, at 5.15, we have on James Duthie. JD himself. James Duthie to talk about the Masters next week as he is the host. He's the host of the Masters. He did it with Graham last year and Bob Weeks. This year, not sure, but James is coming on. And we have on two-time Great Cup champion. In studio. Paul Waldo. In studio, live in house. Uh, Troy hooked us up there with that one. He's a beauty. I met Paul once when he won the Great Cup, I think in 
your old old house in 2013. Yeah, it would have been back in 2013. Yeah, I'm glad Paul's coming on. He's been looking forward to it. So we got, I mean, all you Ryder fans out there, football fans, stay tuned. It's going to be a great one. And you know what? Come on down to Divots. If you want to meet Paul in person, come on down. 6823 Rochdale Boulevard. Should be recording around 6 o'clock Tuesday night next week. Come on down. Absolutely. Come put a face to the name. Put a face to the name. All right, Troy. Can you rip off the social media handles, please, quickly? At underscore off the hosel. At off the hosel. Facebook, Instagram. Wrong. Underscore no. off the hosel for Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, off the hosel. <laughs> wasn't done. Okay. You beat me to it. Anyways, check us out. Send us a message. Give us a like. Give us a share. Tell your friends. Tell your family. We appreciate all of our listeners. You're making us a bigger success than we thought we would have been. And again, Drew, congratulations. One year. One year. One year podcasting. Wow. I now have a full-time podcast body, but with my new job, I will definitely have to work out a little bit. <laughs> um, yes. Troy, as always, man, it's been awesome. Happy you're in back a, this week. This was a fun one. I missed you, pal. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. I really appreciate you having me on again, as always. Uh, love doing this. So, Unreal. Christian, thanks for everything you do back there. And... All right, okay, see you, Troy. That was fun. Bye-bye. Peace. Get your hats. $30. There is shipping if you're out of province, because uh, unfortunately we're not that wealthy of a podcast at the moment. But other than that, we will talk to you next week. Enjoy the podcast Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, enjoy your Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays, Mondays, and Sundays. We'll talk to you later. Peace. See ya. Peace.